It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing great. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We got plenty to cover ahead on today's show, previewing a showdown between BYU men's basketball and Loyola Marymount. The latest on a rumored non-conference matchup for next week. We'll also get to another position group preview, talking about BYU's linebacking core. What will spring offer, considering the top dogs at the linebacker positions are expected to miss spring due to injury? We'll get into all of that as well as catching you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor that is a brand new sponsor here on the show and that would be our friends at Run Your Pool. Yes, a great way for you guys in the upcoming March Madness season to run your bracket pool. We'll explain a little bit more later on in today's podcast. Without further ado, let's get rolling here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 24th. 2022. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. We are proud here on Locked On Cougars to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, we are your only daily podcast focused on all things BYU, making you guys, hopefully, the smartest BYU fans in the room. All right, getting going here on today's show. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And uh, the only thing I'm going to say to step out, out of the sports realm is to say my thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Ukraine. It's an awful, horrendous situation. War is no good for anybody. And like I said, I will be praying for peace, and I'm hopeful that this comes to a resolution in a very short manner. Now, let's get to the business at hand, though, when it comes to BYU, and that involves BYU basketball. They are in action tonight, taking on Loyola Marymount, and this is a game... Three, four weeks ago, I would have said, well, this should be a win for BYU. There's not really much to discuss here. But considering how things have gone for BYU of late, especially in their last matchups against, they're going to face LMU tonight and they'll be facing Pepperdine on Saturday. Well, both those matchups were a little interesting. Stan Johnson was less than enthused about how things ended down there in Los Angeles. You can guarantee that LMU is going to come into Provo with their hair on fire, hoping to get some revenge on BYU. But at this point, if you're BYU basketball, it is all hands on deck. You are doing everything. You are fighting, scratching, and clawing every single thing you can muster to win every single game from here on out, if at all possible. You lose a game like LMU tonight, well, guess what? All of our discussions about a non-conference game next week against Kansas State, a little bit goes by the wayside, it seems like, because at that point, you've added another loss that just doesn't look good on your resume, but... This is an important game. Every game from here on out is important for BYU. And I know that sounds like hyperbole. It's not. Because BYU, yes, they're sitting on the bubble. And I saw Robbie McCombs actually put out the BYU, in terms of their quad one wins, is actually in a pretty good spot. But there's another thing about the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee is that they go on the eyeball test maybe more than they should. And BYU, for the past little bit, 
They haven't passed the eyeball test. I think if we're being honest with ourselves, BYU has not looked the part of an NCAA tournament team for a little while now. The hope is they can regain some of that mojo. Go out there and curb stomp LMU tonight. Leave no doubt about it. Turn around, get ready for Pepperdine tomorrow, and then we can start having a discussion about what should happen next week. Kansas State is apparently already looking at a game. Uh, Robbie McCombs was on with Ben Criddle on ESPN 960 earlier today, so I'm recording this on Wednesday night, saying that Kansas State, that game would actually have to be a Wednesday and it had to be a Wednesday afternoon. And funny enough, thinking about that, and there's reports out of Kansas State, out of Manhattan, Kansas, that Kansas State, Bruce Weber, their head coach, he has said they're looking for a game. They're on the bubble. They understand the circumstance. The funny thing is playing a game on Wednesday afternoon in Manhattan, Kansas is not a bad circumstance if you're BYU. It's a preview of future matchups with the Wildcats in the Big 12. It is a quad one game for BYU going on the road to Manhattan. And then if you get on Wednesday afternoon, you can still fly to Las Vegas that day and be in place down there in Sin City and getting ready for the West Coast Conference by Thursday morning. You're going to probably play if everything holds, and it sure looks like it's going to hold, you're going to be playing Friday. So getting to Las Vegas as soon as possible after a potential game next week, if you cannot play it on Tuesday, not a bad thing. So I think that the biggest thing, there is an order of operations here for BYU basketball. Number one, beat LMU tonight. 8 o'clock tip-off on CBS Sports Network down there at the Marriott Center. And I'm going to say this right now. If you would like to go to that game, I don't have anything special I'm going to do today, but all I'm going to do is say, email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com with your name, phone number, and email, indicating that you would like to go to tonight's game. So it's an 8 o'clock tip. Uh, I will put the deadline at 2 o'clock mountain time, so I have time to get you guys those tickets. I want to hear from you guys if you would like to go to that game. And I'm just going to pick a random winner. I'm not going to say the first person in gets the tickets. I will look through those emails. I'm just going to put you in a random number generator. Spits out a number, and guess what? You're going to the game. So if you would like to go to the game against LMU tonight, send us that email. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Send the name, email, and phone number for yourself, and you will be entered to win a pair of tickets to go watch BYU and LMU square off. Now, as I mentioned, the order of operations, you got to handle business against LMU. LMU tonight. You also got to handle business against Pepperdine on Saturday night. And then if and if this game gets put together, uh, any game, whether it's Loyola Chicago, I know Robbie McCombs mentioned that. There are some different matchups out there. Uh, Virginia, I think that one, going back to Charlottesville, that's a long-ass flight to get back to Charlottesville. I apologize for the profanity there, but profanity there, but I would say that any of those games, you get them done and you get to Las Vegas and get ready, but you have to handle your business. You have to handle your business at home this week before you can kind of cross that bridge. No looking ahead, no thinking about it. Think and focus on LMU tonight. Handle business there because, as I mentioned, the way things ended in that LMU game down there in Los Angeles, Stan Johnson is going to have his guys ready to go, and this team... Eli Scott, uh, Leah Poppy, or whatever you ever say his name. I call a lot of people calling him Mowgli. I just think his hairstyle is absolutely unique and fantastic. They're a they're a problem for BYU on the interior. This is not going to be an easy game. Handle business tonight. Focus one game at a time and just handle your business. That's got to be the message from Mark Pope and his uh, coaches to his team right now. And looking forward to it. So. Very interested to see how things go tonight. And funny enough, should you lose tonight and or Saturday night, well, a whole lot of the conversation we're having about BYU's NCAA tournament future might be null and void 
at that point, but we only can handle what we can handle right now, and that is looking at LMU tonight and hoping that we're recapping a win tomorrow and previewing a showdown against the Pepperdine Waves and Senior Night for BYU. We'll get to that on tomorrow's show. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll flip over to BYU football. Another position group preview, looking at BYU's linebacker position. A lot of the big names in this group not expected to participate in spring ball due to injuries suffered during the 2021 season. What does that mean for the group? Does that open up opportunities for other guys? We'll get to the big three questions I have for the linebacking core here momentarily. Today's show is brought to you by our friends. As we mentioned in our open, our title sponsor is our friends at Run Your Pool. March Madness is just weeks away, my friends. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual? Or are you looking for the best? We have done our homework here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers games like Survivor or Pick X. Both are really fun in their own unique way. They have options to edit scoring. They offer more intelligence to help you make your picks as well. All the stuff you won't find at other networks, ESPN, CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that March Madness magic and play it alongside your employees or even gain some customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute three setups you will ever find. Clearly, we believe run your in Run Your Pool because, like I said, Locked On, the Locked On Podcast Network is running their brackets on this very platform ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your family and friends. Enter Pure Madness, P-U-R-E-M-A-D-N-E-S-S at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We're looking forward to seeing and beating you out there. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. we got plenty still to cover ahead on today's show. Let's talk some BYU football for a moment here. Continuing on with our position group previews, talking about BYU in the lead-up to spring ball. It starts Monday. Crazily, we're going to have it, but looking forward to covering it. Uh, one other thing I probably should reveal, I will be headed to Las Vegas to cover the West Coast Conference Tournament, as well as some other tournaments from my radio station in Salt Lake City. Looking forward to that. It's actually kind of the first big uh, trip I have taken as a member of this company. I'm excited to be covering stuff, so stay tuned for coverage on that front. I will have my equipment with me. We're going to do shows live from Sin City, maybe live from Courtside. Who knows? We'll have some fun. We'll make sure we have you guys covered top to bottom. But let's talk a little bit about BYU football here. And we're getting towards the end of these position group previews. And let's talk about the linebacker position for BYU for a moment here. Now, we've been going through these and talking about the top 
top three questions facing each of these position groups. Question number one for BYU's linebacking core is a very simple one. Is who steps up with the big dogs not expected to participate in spring ball? Maybe participate very lightly, but not expected to participate in any big way, shape, or form. Meaning Keenan Peely coming off an ACL tear. I would expect that if you see anything from a guy like Peyton Wilgar, I'd be stunned. He has shoulder surgery or surgeries. I don't recall if he had a second one, but still. I don't expect BYU's top two linebackers to be on the field for spring ball, or if they are, in very, very limited fashion. That allows opportunities for other guys to step up. Does Max Tooley take another step? Does Ben Bywater continue to establish himself after an absolutely stellar season for BYU, tackle numbers and the like? What do those two have to show during spring ball? Will some of these other guys on the roster, I'm thinking of Jackson Kafusi, Josh Wilson, I'm thinking of some of the younger guys who have been overshadowed by the other linebackers that have been playing in front of them, will they use this spring period and show what they can do? We'll see. I'm hopeful they get that opportunity to do so because the thing about BYU's defense last year is when their frontline guys, we're talking the top dogs, Keenan Peely, Peyton Wilgar, when those guys got injured, that defense fell off a cliff. The metrics indicated. I'm not saying that that one player can make that much of a difference, but at the same time, the metrics when one or two players went out just yeah, it just cratered. It was awful and it was stunning because I wanted to believe that BYU's defense was much deeper and was more talented and more capable of absorbing losses than they were last year. I don't have a good answer for what happened and I would be hopeful that BYU maybe found the answers. They went back and looked at film, analyzed things, went through their biometric data, all of that stuff. I'm hopeful they found some answers for that. But the thing with this linebacking core is now what do they do moving forward to make sure that they can avoid that type of a deal if at all possible? Obviously, injuries are a fluke thing, and I I mean that in the nicest way possible. No player goes out there thinking, I'm going to have my season ended due to a season-ending injury today. I'm going to go and tear my knee. I'm going to bust up my shoulder. I'm going to break a bone. None of that ever happens. They don't plan for that. Now, the second question I have for this linebacking core is Chaz Ayu going to be part of this linebacking core? And I mean this in the nicest way, but Chaz Ayu is not a linebacker. Make him a safety. Let him play the position he was born to play. If you are going to play him at a pseudo linebacker spot, it better not be that Mike linebacker spot. Play him at flash. Play him at nickel. Find a hybrid role for him if that is what you're insistent upon doing. My sincere hope is that Chaz Ayu gets the opportunity to be a linebacker linebacker, be a safety full-time and show what he ultimately can do. He needs to be settled into a single position and have the opportunity to flourish there. He has been yanked around, moved from position to position. He said on the podcast he does with Malik Moore as well as D'Angelo Mandel that after the Washington State game last year, he had all but made up his mind that he was leaving BYU. And I think that's in no small part to the fact that he has just been moved from position to position and asked to play out of position, loses weight to play safety, gets moved to the linebacker spot. He has put up with a ton in his BYU career, and he deserves an opportunity to settle into a position and enjoy it for however long he still has at BYU. I actually think he's only got one year left. I might be wrong. COVID has just been screwing with all this. He could play another two years. Who knows? But a guy like Chaz Ayu, 
he needs to be settled into a position. I hope he is not part of the linebacking core because I just don't truly believe that linebacker is his future when it comes to playing football. That's just my analysis of that, having watched him for a number of years, hearing his comments about how he thinks he is better uh, playing on the back end of a defense, but... What do I know? I'm just an armchair analyst. I'm paid to second guess, as I am fond of saying. It's something that uh, Patrick Kinahan, PK, that I work with on a day-to-day basis, he nailed it. I am paid to second guess as an analyst in look at this. Now, question number three for this linebacking core is there's a lot of youth beyond the young guys we already mentioned. I'm thinking of guys like Viliami Tausinga, Isaac Matua, you go on through the roster, Cade Hoke. Some of these guys who were true freshmen who just barely entered the program last year, will they be able to make an impression this spring? They've had the majority of a season now to get their bodies in shape, work in the weight room. They've been in practices day in and day out throughout that season. They've now had the winter conditioning period to get their bodies right. Will they make a step forward and bring some much-needed depth to this linebacker group? I thought going into last season that BYU's linebacking core was its deepest that it had been in quite some time. Well, based on how things performed and how athletes performed, yes, there was depth there, but it was not as deep as I thought it was because, as I mentioned, the metrics, the numbers, all of that indicated that there was a massive, massive fall-off when BYU's top linebackers were not in the lineup for BYU. Can some of these young bucks, I'm talking to the really young guys, they're highly thought of. Isaac went is a guy I've heard out of Kearns High School. Viliame Tausinga played at East High, which is one of the powerhouses in the Salt Lake County. And I, I think that these guys, they have the reputation of being guys who can come in and make an impression. Cade Hoke, he is the son of former BYU standout um, Chris Hoke, who played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. His dad's a defensive lineman. He's been well-schooled in the game. Can these guys make a step forward and make an impression this spring and make a vault up the depth chart? I would hope so, because I want all the competition. I want that depth to yield those quote-unquote diamonds as the pressure gets to to them. That is what you want to see from this linebacking core and until we finally get to see them on the field and see them on the field as a relative term because as I have indicated before I fully expect that we be working remotely with spring ball this year and I fully expect the BYU the era of us having access to practices and watching anything of practice, I sadly think it's over. I just don't think BYU is going to give us that access back. And it's nothing against BYU. I, I get why they do. I get why the coaches want it. I'm hopeful that there's a day that college football gets more regulated with the NFL and we're able to go out there like NFL reporters are and cover everything. It's all out there in the open. I think more access is actually better for the press, but I'm biased because I'm a member of the press. Hey, who would have thought that? Who would have thought Jake would be arguing this side? I I get all that. But the biggest thing with this linebacking core is you want to see them make stride because I thought they were super deep last year. The overall play on the field indicated they were not as deep as I anticipated. Maybe they anticipated they were. And the hope is this spring period can yield some results for them and they can get some guys right and get some opportunities for some of these younger players with some of the upperclassmen 
not participating in spring drills. All right, coming up here in a minute, though, we will wrap up today's show with some final news and notes, some weekly awards handed out, a schedule of where you can find BYU teams in action today. It's a fun time of year, folks. We are kind of in the full swing of things. Baseball is underway, softball, we've got it all, and we'll cover that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bet Online. Football, as we were just talking about, it's practices. It might be in the rearview mirror for the 2021-2022 season, but basketball is in full steam ahead mode for both pro and college hoops for all the latest odds totals player performance and even where the next fired coach is going to land betonline.net is your number one spot for all the sports betting needs that you might have betonline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season as well and it's not just basketball they got you covered on hockey boxing and ufc even probably futures odds of when the mlb season is going to start because apparently mlb says if there's not a new cba signed by february 28th we're canceling games Okay, great. But regardless, you can play, probably place your odds on when that season ultimately is going to start and do it with our friends at Bet Online. Head to the website today. That's betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action available to you now. That's all courtesy of Bet Online, where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you by one of our great local sponsors in Intercap Lending. There is a reason that no lender helps more families in Utah with their mortgage needs than Intercap. And simply put, Intercap gets deals done. They feature a quick and simple process. Intercap is closing loans two weeks faster than the industry average. And although fast is great, the ultimate goal is to create a stress-free home loan process for you, the consumer. No matter what you're trying to do right now, you're trying to lock in a rate before interest rates rise too high, you want to refinance, you want to cash out, whatever you want to do, Intercap is there to help you guys, and that, was, that is what Locked On's personal loan officer at Intercap Lending, Steve Carter, has delivered to hundreds of Locked On listeners so far, including the podfather himself, Locked On, Locked On founder, David Locke. And let's be real, my friends, if Steve can keep David on track throughout that entire process, Steve can help anybody. And although Intercap is relatively new to the Locked On Cougars podcast, it is not a new company. Intercap has been assisting customers with all of their mortgage needs since 1978. That's 44 years of experience. And Steve Carter has been providing that same great experience since 2018 to all of our Locked On listeners. Intercap is headquartered here in Utah, but licensed help with all of your mortgage needs in more than 40 states nationwide. Give Steve a call. I'd be happy to answer any and all questions you've got. His direct line, yes, a direct number, 385-800-8528. That is 385-800-8528. You will not find a more responsive loan officer. For more information, you can call Steve or visit intercaplending.com. That's Intercap Lending NMLS number 190465 intercap lending is an equal housing lender before we go here on this thursday edition of the show let's catch you guys up on everything else involved in byu athletics here on this thursday first off congratulations to for- two former byu football players and corbin kafusi as well as tomasi laulile they have both been selected in the inaugural usfl 2.0 draft which has been held over the early part of this week uh Corbin has been selected by the Tampa Bay Bandits uh, to play down there in Tampa. I had a chance to speak with him, and he said that he is looking at all options currently, so we'll see if he ultimately decides to play in the USFL, but I wish him the best. Tomasi was taken by the Houston Gamblers, so he'd be a little closer to home, I guess, here on the West Coast. I think Houston is actually the furthest West team, Western base team in the new USFL, the eight-team alignment they announced earlier this year. I am very interested 
interested how spring football goes in this venture. NBC and Fox have stepped up to av- to not advertise, well, actually advertise, but also air those games. I'm looking forward to that. And we'll see if any other BYU, former BYU guys, get opportunities. I would maybe think a guy like Leva Hefo, if he wants to continue his playing career, might get a look in this. Very interested to see how things go, especially considering the XFL announced earlier this week that they have entered a partnership with the NFL, and they're expected to begin play early next year in 2023. Spring football has been an abject failure for quite some time, essentially since the USFL folded in the 1980s, the original USFL. But if it can succeed, I'm all for it. I love more football. The product is not necessarily as polished as college football or the NFL in any way, shape, or form, but it is football nonetheless. And I can tell you this much. I'll be watching and obviously tracking former Cougars in that. Best of luck to both Corbin as well as Tomasi if they decide to play in this new USFL. Now, other things to note on today's show is congratulations to BYU sophomore guard Shaylee Gonzalez. She was named one of 10 semifinalists for the 2022 Becky Hammond Mid-Major Player of the Year Award, which is presented by Her Hoop Stats. The semifinals include 10 players from 10 different schools in 10 different conferences. So Gonzalez is the only only representative from the West Coast Conference. She's leading the number 19 ranked Cougars with 18.9 points per game, 5.4 rebounds, 4.6 assists, and 2.3 steals. She has topped 20 points in 12 games this year including a career-high 35 points in a win against St. Mary's on the road. She's been lights out for so long in a BYU uniform, and I think she should be the runaway favorite to win this award, but as, as I mentioned, I, I pay attention to BYU women's hoops. I pay attention to West Coast Conference women's hoops. I don't know the national scene and especially the mid-major scene, but hey, I'm biased and I think that Shaylee should win this award. So best of luck to her as she is in the running as a semifinalist for that award. Now, final thing before we go on today's show is where you can find other BYU teams in action today. BYU softball opens playing the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic down in California. They'll be playing a doubleheader today against Bethune-Cookman and Tennessee. The Bethune-Cookman game is scheduled for 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, and then the Tennessee game is scheduled for 2 o'clock Mountain Time, both of them at the Big League Dream Co- Dreams Complex in California. There's a live stream link to Flow Sports, which is a subscription site. So if you want to watch BYU softball tomorrow, you have to pony up some money on Flow Sports to watch it. So just a heads up on that if you are interested in that. Also, BYU baseball is in action today, opening a three-game set. They'll be facing off against Powerhouse Arizona State. Uh, there will be a radio broadcast of that game on the BYU Sports Network. I have not seen a live stream link, which is highly disappointing. That game is scheduled to begin at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, BYU Radio will have the call of the game. I am hopeful there will be a stream of it because this is Arizona State. Why can they not put this on a Pac-12 network regional stream or have somebody from BYU you know, just pull out a phone and stream it like we've got iphones that can stream in 4 and 8k at this point why can we not get this game on tv or at least streaming i don't know i digress but nonetheless a big opportunity there for men's baseball women's basketball is also in action tonight they are at santa Clara at the levy center that is scheduled to begin at seven o'clock mountain time there's a live stream link on byucougars.com and the wcc network if you want to watch that and then finally byu men's basketball as we mentioned in action tonight against loyola marymount eight o'clock 
tip on CBS Sports Network. Gregor Bell will also be on the call on uh, BYU Radio as well. So stay tuned for that. And as I mentioned, if you want to be in the running to win a pair of tickets to go out to that game, enjoy a night out at the Marriott Center, just email your name, number, and email address to LockedOnBYU at gmail.com by 2 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. I will pick a winner amongst the entries, throw it into a random number generator, and we will give somebody tickets to go to that game. So there you go. That is going to do it for today's edition of the show. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Tomorrow, we'll react to whatever happened against LMU. We'll also continue on with our position group previews. I believe we have one left. The cornerback position for BYU. What does the back end of BYU's defense look, especially on the edges? We'll talk about that. And, of course, we'll get you ready for the weekend ahead in BYU sports. Now I want to encourage you guys to make your second listen. Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with inside an analysis on all college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like this one, so check that out. That'll do it. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 24th, 2022, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.